Social Strategy Podcast, episode 41. Happy New Year! Welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast, where it's all about making the most of your business with smart tips on what's working now in social media, online business, and good old-fashioned networking. And now your host, who's also known as Ross PR on Twitter, Vernon Ross. This is the Social Strategy Podcast, bringing you the best in online business, social media, and good old-fashioned networking. And yes, this is the year-end episode. I took off a couple weeks uh, for a couple reasons. I wanted to experiment with a little bit of what happens to the podcast if I don't put out a new episode for a few days, just to see what the real traffic was and how many subscribers I had. And I'm very, very happy to say that Hey, everything pretty much stayed the way that it was, which is great. That means that you guys are engaged and I've got a great audience. Welcome to the year-end wrap-up show. I know everybody's been doing them, so I'm going to keep this one actually short. At least that's the plan. I'm going to try to keep it short and bring you some of the best stuff that I learned this year from hosting a podcast. This was the first full year of the podcast. It started last October, so officially the one year anniversary of the podcast was actually October the 1st or September the 30th around midnight. If you want to be technical about it. So what did I learn this year from podcasting? There were so many things and so many wonderful guests that made a real impact on the podcast, my business, the business of running a podcast and trying to make it profitable. And I've learned so much from so many just awesome entrepreneurs and solopreneurs out there that I've I've got to talk about each one. I was going to try to do a top three or a top five. And as I start writing, there's just too many people to talk about. So what I'm going to do is like group people together and group these episodes together so you can go back, review them and learn some of the stuff in case you missed them. If you're new to the podcast, you can go right back to these episodes, take a listen, and I'm sure that you're going to pick up a lot of the golden nugget bombs that these people have dropped, because I certainly did, and every last person that I'm going to talk about, and of course, even the ones that I don't mention have had an impact in a positive way on my business. A couple people have not even been on the podcast yet, and they've had such an impact on what I do and how I go about doing things. And quite honestly, the opportunities that have been presented and that I've worked hard for over the past year. So I'm going to dig right into it right now. All right. So if I want to start talking about episodes and I've got to look at it and think about, you know, what episode impacted me the most, that would be my interview with Andrew Warner. Now, I'm not going to skip over uh, Pat Flynn or Jamie Tardy or Natalie Sisson or anyone else like that, that, you know, I absolutely adore and, you know, was big fans of their podcasts and websites. And I've learned so much from all of those people. And they were some of my first actual interviews. Uh, actually, one of the first ones I did was with a guy named Michael Brito. He was a senior vice president at Edelman. And has since moved on to a different company. And you can find his episode, uh, you know, on the uh, on the podcast. It's one of the very early ones. Or Dixie Gillespie. She was. Uh, she's a. 
a coach, a life coach and business coach, and she's awesome. And I uploaded the wrong episode. I uploaded the unedited version. It was like the first real guest that I had on the show or the second guest I had on the show. And I messed it up and she was so gracious. So Dixie, if you're listening to it, thank you for that. I know she's going to say, oh, there's no need to thank me. Mistakes happen. But, you know, it's one of those things when you start a new thing, a new podcast, you have to do it a few times before you get it right. And I did it and thought it was right. And I, I was at FinCon you know, 13 and oh my God, it was a disaster. It was right on the last day, right before my interview with Jamie Tardy. And I was like, oh my God. And so I was able to go on uh, Lipson, upload the right episode, get everything squared away and no harm, no file. But uh, the episode really needed to be edited because we said a couple things that just, she just did not want out there. And I didn't want out there because they it didn't flow evenly. And it was crazy, but taught me very valuable lessons about making sure your workflow is together when you're doing a podcast. So for all you podcasters out there, make sure you have a workflow so you don't mix up the things that you're editing and folders that you put different segments of your work in. So if you're working at different times, and you don't edit everything at the same time that you don't lose stuff or upload the wrong episodes and that you have a method to your episode names and all the stuff that goes into making your podcast workflow easy and quick so that you can get it in, get it done and make sure that it's professional for the benefit of your guest and for the benefit of your listeners. It, it just saves you so much time. It's one of the lessons that I learned, one of the very early lessons that I learned that I actually didn't even put in my list of things just as I was thinking about this. But, you know, if I, if I have to stop and think about what episode was it that really impacted me, that just made a difference, it was episode number eight with Andrew Warner. This was one of those interviews that I didn't expect to get. And a lesson that I learned from Jamie Tardy was about taking action, immediate action, when you have the thought of what it is that you want to do. What's the most you can do right in that second to take action? She was talking um, at FinCon. She was giving us a... You know, her talk and, and going over her story and she talked about how she got the interview with Andrew Warner and suggested that if there was someone that we wanted to reach out to that we reached out to him right then. So I got my phone out. I emailed Andrew Warner's contact info and I got an email back either that day or like the very next day. Matter of fact, it was the next day saying, hey, here's your link to book Andrew Warner. And it was a simple email, just like she uh, suggested just a two line email and I got it. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Cause I had no idea that I would be interviewing Andrew Warner that soon into my podcast, only eight episodes in and Andrew Warner agreed to come on my podcast. And if you guys don't know who Andrew, Andrew Warner is, he is the founder of Mixergy and that's M I X E R G Y home of the ambitious upstart. And it's one of the first podcasts that I actually listened to is a video slash audio podcast where he interviews innovators and people that are in the startup world and all over any kind of entrepreneur and how they got to their success. And then he breaks it down in Mixergy Premium with very detailed instructions on this is what I did. This is how you do it. You know, all the all the stuff that you can do. And I, I suggest you go out and get a Mixergy Premium account. It's one of those things that you will not be sorry that you have because these interviews go real deep dive into how these people built their success. So if I look at interviews, that one impacted me so much because he kind of changed the interview around. 
he started talking to me and it turned into a coaching session about my business and about the lack of traffic that I had at the time on the website and the fact that I wasn't getting that much traffic and I was worried about it and the the pains that you go through when you're trying to figure out if you want to create a course and people are talking about digital products and you know you need a digital product but you don't have one and the anxiety goes with picking one and picking the platform to do it on and what should I do it on and should I you know do it on this subject or that subject and the confusion that goes with it and it just got into all kinds of mindset issues that I did not expect to get into. You can watch the video on, of YouTube of this interview because we did videotape it. So Andrew likes to you know look at people when he talks to them. And it was rough. I mean, I was sweating and nervous and had to just like sit down and almost go cry after that interview because it really did change the way that I was approaching my business and how I was approaching the podcast, quite honestly, because it was as a lot of things that I had started up until that point, it was a fun hobby. It was part of what I was doing to promote my you know, PR and social media business, but I didn't really look at the whole digital world exactly the same way. It was fun money. It was kind of a hobby, but the fact that I wanted to take it more seriously, but I hadn't actually taken the steps to take it more seriously and hadn't done the mind shift work to take it more seriously. Andrew Warner changed that for me. So thank you, Andrew, for basically helping to change the direction of my business. And it got much better after that. Um, if you, you know, if I look, think about another episode, a very early episode was with Pat Flynn and it was just, it was a fun interview. It was great. It was one of my, uh, second or third live interviews. The audio was actually pretty decent. And you know, what I picked up from Pat is just being genuine, being organized, being an expert in what it is that you're talking about to your audience so that you do them the justice that they deserve and just the the way that he goes about it and the, and the methodologies. And I kind of learned the whole workflow thing from Pat and some of the stuff that he had out there. So that was really good. If I think about another episode, like um, the one that actually kind of got me even more started, not, not more started, but got me deeper into the mindset journey was episode 24 with Shauna McKenzie. We talked about negative self-talk and there was a video that I saw on my Twitter feed. I'm like, what is this video? And I clicked on it. It had a bunch of little girls on it. And they were saying all these negative things that women say to themselves, but they were little girls. And so it was so striking because I have two girls. One's 13 and one's 19. And I'm like, wow, this is this is a really interesting video. I, I got to find out who's behind this. So I contacted the person on Twitter. It was Shauna. She responded back. We talked a little bit and I wanted to have her on the podcast. She's basically a self-made image consultant. She, uh, you know, went through her training and all the other stuff and created her own digital products and is making a lot of money. She had a half a million dollar launch a few years ago with her new brand and the way that she talked about her story and how she got it and her whole drive to end this negative self-talk with women and girls, it was just inspiring. And it really helped move me on the journey to, yeah, this is uh, this whole mindset thing. I should start talking more about it and more about, you know, the things I've overcome and the things I go through, because I know other entrepreneurs go through this very same thing. And it's the thing that most people are talking to me about when I'm talking to them about their business. We'll get into their business and then we'll discover the issues they're having have a lot to do with mindset and negative images and negative self-talk and what they think they can't do and what they think is not possible and stuff from their childhood that they, 
you know, are still carrying around with them that are preventing them from moving far further along in their business. It, it's really interesting when you start getting into the mindset. So I have Shauna McKenzie to thank for that. If I if I want to talk about uh, somebody that you know just really inspired me to keep going and convinced me that this podcast thing was the right thing to do, I, I have to mention Chris Cerrone from Cerrone Show. This was episode number sixteen, and Chris introduced himself to me in Vegas. We actually met online. He, you know, started following me on Twitter, had been listening to the show, really liked the show, walked up, started talking to me at New Media Expo in Vegas last January, and we kind of hit it off from there. Became pretty good friends, and Chris came on the show. Chris is just like one of those scrappy entrepreneurs. He walked away from a six-figure job, 100000 plus a year, possibly more, at a very large telco company to start a podcast. And has since gone on, gone on to build a huge business. He's um, it's what is it? Next Level Society. Uh, him and uh, Lacey O'Corey. Hopefully, I didn't mess up your name, Lacey. But um, I mean, they're on the podcast together now. He has a co-host. His show has grown. He hadn't even started his show when we talked. And since he started a show, made it successful, built a business out of it. He's doing coaching, uh, Next Level Society. I mean, it's. It's crazy the amount of progress that you can see in a person in just one year. And Chris was one of those people. We talked about YouTube and how he did a uh, like a Storage Wars show before Storage Wars was really popular on YouTube. And it, it was just a great interview. It's just two friends basically sitting back talking about how they're doing their business and what's going on in their business. And Chris has been, you know, key to the success of my podcast and keeping it going just to, to be able to see basically a stranger walk up and say to you, Hey, here's your podcast. And it's on my phone. And I listen to it. What you're saying is valid and it's helping me in my business. I really do enjoy listening to your podcast. That's just one of those points of validation. That's just, it's awesome. And it, it's, it's something that you can't replace. So that's one of my favorite episodes just from like a scrappy, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get it. I'm going to make it happen. Entrepreneur. And as I'm talking about these different podcasts, there's so many more that I want to mention, but I want to keep it short so that I'm not talking all night and you guys aren't listening to this all night. So I'm going to try to keep this one to 30 minutes. Uh, another one that, that is um, like one of the most expiring stories uh, from an entrepreneur. She's my first second guest, Patrice Washington. She introduced her book, Real Money Answers. And she did it on the show. She launched that book on the Steve Harvey morning show because she was an intern for Steve Harvey years ago. He saw her progress, saw everything she was doing. She had made, you know, millions of dollars in the real estate business in college, was doing great. 2008 hit, the economy tanked, and they pretty much, her and her husband lost it all. Millions of dollars. Lost it. And then she rebuilt it. And it was just an amazing story. Over the past year, she's gotten to um, be on tour. She's going to be on tour now with Steve Harvey uh, with a motivational tour that he's doing along with Tony Robbins. So she's included on that tour with Tony Robbins and John C. Maxwell and a bunch of other, you know, big time motivational speaker type people. And she's the only female. And the, the great thing and the interesting and wonderful thing is Patrice is still under 30. I mean, she is killing it. She was able to meet Oprah at Steve Harvey's life lessons thing that he recorded for Oprah and her Oprah's, you know, master class. And 
She was a featured speaker in a tour in Dubai where they flew her to Dubai over the Thanksgiving holiday. And she just recently published Real Money Answers for Men and included my name in the front of the book as one of the people that helped her in being able to write the book. It does not get any better than that to be included in a book on someone that you just see is having this, this meteoric rise to success. And she's been on, you know, plenty of TV shows and CNBC, and she's going to be doing more of that stuff. And it's just amazing that I was able to connect with her at the Financial Bloggers Conference a year ago when she was just attending. And this past year, along with me, she was speaking at it, which brings me to another person that I I have to acknowledge on the podcast is Philip Taylor, PT Money from the Financial Bloggers Conference. I was there last year as a media you know, um, partner helping to promote the, the conference here in St. Louis. And this year, I spoke at the conference along with Jared Easley from Podcast Movement. I mean, PT basically, he, I mean, he gave me that first like national conference cred that every speaker wants to be able to speak at a national conference after, you know, I submitted my proposal. But it's it's a community. And if you have never attended the Financial Bloggers Conference, it is one of those must attend, even if you're not a financial blogger, because it's so much more than that. Everything about digital business and business is covered. I met a wonderful group of people there who have actually a few have come in and joined my mastermind and we we meet on a weekly basis. That's the kind of communities that you can build from going to conferences in general. But the Financial Bloggers Conference in that community was an amazing community and I love it. And PT, thank you so much for the opportunity to be involved with the Financial Bloggers Conference and to speak at it. And hopefully I'll be speaking at it again in 2015. And as I was talking about the Financial Bloggers Conference, I can't I can't help but mention Jared Easley. Jared Easley put together podcast movement and it is like for podcasters, by podcasters, the only podcast only national conference right now in the nation. And it was awesome. First year out, I think over 750 attempt people in attendance. I may be going high on the numbers. It may have been more like 650, but I mean, who's counting that, that many people? First year conference to me went off without a hitch. Great people there, learned a lot, met a lot of really great people. And again, a couple of people from that are also in my mastermind, which is amazing. I owe so much to Jared for number one, being able to speak at that conference, and which is also another national conference that I can put on my speaker's resume and just thrilled. And Jared and I are going to be doing some stuff in 2015 together here in the Midwest, extending podcast movement up here in the in the middle of the country, which is just another awesome opportunity that all comes from podcasting. So I am a cheerleader for podcasting. If you do not have one, consider starting a podcast in, in the new year. It is the thing to do. And 2015 is going to be a super year for podcasts. 2014 blew it out of the water. I can only imagine what 2015 is going to be doing. And so if you don't have a podcast yet, definitely consider getting one. If you have any questions about that, make sure to contact me, Vernon at VernonRoss.com and ask about it. I've got all kinds of resources I can give you and send you and maybe doing a boot camp 
We're still thinking about it, kind of putting it together for January, a one-day podcast boot camp where you learn the basics and everything you need to know to launch your podcast. That was kind of a sponsor break, wasn't it? <laughs> All right. So anyway, let me get back to talking about the people that really like made a difference this year and the stuff that I learned. Chris Ducker, been wanting to be, you know, meet this guy in person for the longest. Finally got a chance to meet him at the Financials Bloggers Conference. It was it was awesome. We kicked it off. Actually, you know, got the chance to hang out. And Chris is just a cool guy, but he's a real business guy. Not that digital business isn't real business, but he's got brick and mortar businesses, employs hundreds of people in the Philippines, call centers, and he's got a like a uh, a co working space and all kinds of stuff that Chris is doing that people didn't really know about. You should go back and listen to his interview. It's episode thirty three, and he talks about how you can't be everything in your business and do everything, and how he almost or how he pretty much crashed and burned and had to learn how to delegate. And that's that's why Virtual Freedom, his book Virtual Freedom, basically was written is to help other entrepreneurs, other CEOs, other solopreneurs do. The thing that he does, which is not have to be in his business to run his business. He he organizes it. He oversees it, but he doesn't have to be there 24-7. And it's all about the quality of life. And I picked up a lot of that from Chris and got my first VA. And I've got a second VA now that I, that I formed some work out to. And it makes my life a whole lot easier. Unfortunately, with this one, because I am going to edit this tonight, it is going out on New Year's night or may actually go out on New Year's Day because uh, if anybody's listening to my podcast tonight, go find something else to do. Watch the ball drop on TV. You know, it's more stuff to do tonight than listen to my podcast. So listen to this tomorrow and happy new year. But yeah, I mean, it's, it it was an amazing time. I had a really good time hanging out with Chris. He's just a good guy and someone you can learn a lot from. So definitely follow his podcast and pick up a a copy of virtual freedom. If you send me an email, first person that does it, that says, Hey, I want a copy of virtual freedom. I will send you one. And Oh, by the way, you're real. I did not forget. Actually, I did that. I did not send you out your copy. So if you're listening at 22 minutes in, I will be sending you a copy and you will have it within the first week of January. So moving on, if I have to, you know, think about like, who's one of the biggest names that I've had on the podcast, I've had a lot of really great guests on the podcast. And it's one of the things that people ask me about Chris Brogan. Chris Brogan was one of those guys that, you know, you want to approach, but you're not sure if you can. I saw him at New Media Expo. He was busy. He was talking, but I recognized him. I've been commenting on his blog and in social media. So I walked up. I was like, oh, hey, Chris Brogan. He goes, hey. And he recognized me, Ross. And I'm like, yeah. What's up, man? Good to meet you. And he's like, oh, yeah, good to meet you. And that was kind of that was kind of it. I think I spoke to him a couple more times during the conference. And I, just, I didn't bother him after that. It was, uh, it was just one of those pass-by meetings. After that, I ended up sending him an email. He agreed to it. And everything that could have gone wrong went wrong with that interview. I was on the wrong network. I was on a wireless network that was bad. I think it was like a neighbor's network or something like that. And somehow my laptop switched over to it instead of my network. He only had a little bit of time and I wasted some of that time, but he was gracious. And one of the things I learned from him is he quoted to me what I had on my Twitter feed, which was insane. And I didn't think about it. I was like, oh, wow, that's tweetable. And basically what I have on there is with passion, vision, and creativity, we can move through anything, can't we? And that was my stuff. And he quoted it to me when I was like, oh, man, everything went wrong. And I was like, oh, my God. He goes, it's just your stuff. 
I'm like, oh, wow, that's tweetable. He goes, hey, man, it's just your stuff. And I'm like, oh, what? wow, you know what it is. So what that tells me is that he's a he's the type of person, even though, you know, he's like one of these A-list social media people, he's still down to earth. And he does his homework on the people that he's talking to. Because with that, that showed me is like, yeah, this guy this is a good guy. I, I actually I kind of like this guy now. And since I've gotten a chance to hang out with him and kind of party with him and at Podcasters Movement and now hiring him for um, the UMSL Digital Conference coming up in April of next year. So, I mean, it's just been an amazing turn of events. And all of this is from podcasting. I met him because of podcasting. He's getting money now because I met him, had him on my show, established a relationship with him at other conferences. And now I'm being able to, I'm in a position to hire him for a conference as a keynote speaker. And that's how opportunities happen. It's all about access and the people that you have access to. It's it's just been an amazing year. And with people like that, you know, that I get a chance to meet, it's, it's just so rewarding and... It's life changing for me to be able to meet people and learn from them and talk to them that have already made it to where I want to be and where I'm headed. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons that I'm going through and just saying, hey, you know, thanks, Chris, for for doing that and coming on the podcast. So I've named a bunch of people. I was only going to, you know, do like a top three, but I I couldn't get through it. One of the last people that I'm going to actually mention, well, two people I'm going to mention is Farnoosh Tarabi. She was episode, episode was she? She was episode number 37. And Farnoosh is a correspondent on CNBC, uh, The Street. Jim Cramer's written the forward for her books. And she told a really interesting story about that. Make sure you go back to episode 37 and listen to it. She is a rock star. And her episode was one of the most popular episodes ever on the podcast. That month, we topped... 6,000 plus downloads in one month, and it has not stopped since. Single-handedly, she's helped to expand my audience. Now, of course, that with all of the work that I do in promoting it and getting the word out there about the podcast, but she was just one of those really good interviews. We hit it off well. We've been chatting back and forth on Facebook quite a bit, and so it went from person that I met at the Financial Bloggers Conference that gave a really awesome rocking keynote to someone that I can consider a friend who I can go to for stuff. And we ask each other questions and she helps with stuff. So, I mean, it's it's amazing the relationships that you can form with people that you meet on your podcast. And for Nusha's podcast is launching in January. I'll be sure to uh, put a link for her new podcast once it launches and one of her first guests, Tony Robbins. So, I mean, how crazy is that, that I've now got a connection that just interviewed Tony Robbins. It's, it's amazing. It just is. I mean, it's, it's crazy. The people that you can get on a podcast, if your podcast is good and if you have good stuff to say, and if you ask good questions and for Noosh being a journalist, of course she has good questions. And last but not least, one of the interviews that I have to talk about, actually it's not going to be the last one because I just thought about somebody else that I just needed to thank, but um, John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. Are you prepared to ignite? Yes, <laughs> that's John and that's how he does it. And you know, you got to love John. He's uh, either you love his podcast or you hate it. But he's doing it seven days a week. And I I originally approached John right when he was launching his flagship membership site, Podcasters Paradise. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't get this guy on my show. I need to get him on my show. And he was in, like, my top 20 people to get. And he said no. 
So when I ran into him at New Media Expo, of course, I started talking to him. We ended up hanging out. Awesome party in his suite. It was just crazy. I got him on my show after that. And it's, to date, the most popular podcast episode that I've done. And there's a reason for it. John talks about, in the name of the episode, is is that he he had the confidence to quit. And it's having the confidence to quit. And when John was looking at doing podcasting and doing a seven-day-a-week podcast, he knew that it was the thing that he needed to do. And he just talked about the process of going through it. And one of the things that I think a lot of us go through is the imposter syndrome. And I haven't heard anyone else use the term the imposter syndrome before I heard how everybody uses it. But when you feel like you're having that imposter syndrome, to take that feeling and turn that into action. person I actually heard say that. But it's one of those things, use it as a barometer. When you're starting to do things and when you're stretching and you're pushing towards something that you haven't done before and that Maybe your family doesn't think you should do, or they don't have the confidence. You start having those self-doubt and that negative self-talk and that thing that's telling you, oh man, who am I to be doing this? Who am I to interview somebody that's famous? Or who am I to give my advice on a podcast? Who want to listen to it? Use that as the barometer to say, okay, these feelings are coming in and I need to overcome them. That was just, it was one of those interviews that was like, man, that was really good. And plus the fact that we get along so well, it comes across over the interview and it was just playing fun. It really was. Enjoyed it immensely. And I'm looking forward to having John back on the show in 2015 to talk about new stuff that he's doing and new stuff that I'm doing. It's it's going to be an amazing year. So we have reached the 30 minute mark. And I've pretty much gotten in almost everyone that I want to talk about. I have to give a shout out to Cynthia Sanchez. Love Cynthia. Also Pinteresting podcast. Make sure you check it out. I know I'm forgetting someone. Oh, Dino Dugan, another great guy. Dino even went so far as to uh, schedule just some like follow-up phone calls. Basically free coaching with Dino Dugan, CEO of Triber. I mean, he has his own social network and he takes the time to spend 15 minutes, 30 minutes sometimes on the phone with me just talking I help. Those are the type of people that you meet when you start a podcast. And that's what Dino, that's what Dino does. I mean, it's it's amazing the type of stuff that people will do for you if you're just aligned with those people and having something that can break down the wall to have access to those people is something that just can be very valuable. A couple things I want you guys to check out. Make sure you check out episode 27. It's all about LinkedIn for job seekers. Five things that you can do. I'm in the process of writing a book. Thanks again, Jared Easley, for this 10-day book challenge where I've got to get this thing done in 10 days. And the networking episode. That is episode number 15 where I talk about how to actually network and networking tips at work. And I was able and very fortunate to be featured or asked to go and speak at the University of Missouri-St. Louis to the marketing club about marketing and doing and networking and how to effectively network. They had some speed networking stuff coming up and wanted advice and I was asked to give it. And it was amazing. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things being asked to speak at a university. It's crazy. And in addition to that, even though I'm trying to wrap this thing up, it's just been amazing year. So much stuff has happened as you can tell. Uh, I was also uh, asked to go and, and help teach a class about podcasting. So I was able to go in and guest speak uh, for for um, Danny Ectenhorse, STL Danny, at STL Danny on Twitter, in her class, her her digital, you know, her digital class. It was crazy. It's, 
it's just been an amazing year. I'm so excited to be talking about it and just kind of going over the stuff without like tooting my own horn. But there's just a lot of stuff that happened and a lot of amazing stuff that I've been able to do and just been so fortunate to be a part of. So for everyone that has contributed, I'm sorry if I left your name out or didn't say anything about you. I am truly, truly sorry. It's not because I don't love you. Thank you, everyone that's been a guest, that's contributed, that's listened to the podcast. I really do appreciate you guys and love you guys immensely. Shouts out to my mastermind members. Love you guys. Can't wait to talk to you this coming up Saturday. Yes, we will be having a mastermind this coming Saturday. It feels like forever that we talk since we uh, took December off. And I will see you guys in the new year.